Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Journey into Passion with Anika S. on Everyday Folks Radio. It is now 3 p.m. on November 10th, 2018, and I am your host, Anika S. Thank you for tuning in. During each show, I always hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged as well as, as, well as we all continue on our journeys into our passions. I hope you'll hear something today that will challenge the way you normally do things so that you'll go from working on your passions to realizing them while learning some valuable lessons along the way. Okay, I cannot begin the show without addressing the loss of life in California. Nine people lost their lives in the Southern California deadly fire, and 12 lost their lives in another shooting in Thousand Oaks, California, this time at a bar and grill. It's difficult to lose a loved one, but particularly hard when, and frustrating to lose them in such preventable ways. My heart breaks for those victims and their families and their friends. Now, this past election is still going on. If you've been watching the news, it's still going on. Recounts have been approved in some critical, critical races. The results can make a difference in how these deadly situations are addressed. These are really critical times. Now, I'm going to be back on December the 8th. I'm not going to be back for this month, but on December 8th, I'm going to return at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a new show where I will take a few of today's top news stories and show how they can affect our journeys towards realizing our passions. I'm really serious about this. It's going to be a little different twist, but I think it's important because it's critical that we don't miss what is happening around us and how it can affect our journeys. Then on December 15th, Anita Washington from That Anita Live will be my guest. Her podcast airs Sunday mornings on YouTube at thatanitalive.com slash YouTube. And you can also get her book, Family is Not Everything, now available on Amazon. Don't miss the show, because I'm sure you're probably thinking, what does she mean by that? Tune in. It'll be an interesting conversation. As I said before, November is National Caregiving Month. Very soon, I'm going to have something very helpful to offer caregivers about how to begin the process of taking their care receivers to various medical appointments. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to have the announcement coming up. I'm very excited about it. So stay tuned on my social media. And you know where to find me, www.facebook.com slash Journey Into Passion with the NKS and my website at anikamadison.com. And also remember to catch up with everyday folks radio programming right here on Blog Talk Radio, slash Everyday Folks Radio. And, of course, the the programming includes Dr. Billy Jones, who let me know that he'll be returning soon at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays. And, of course, the ladies with Keeping Up With K-Pop every other Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, before we go any further, take a breath, because I know there's been at least five years of news this week alone. So for the next hour, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. 
turn off the breaking news feed and let's concentrate on you. This hour is for you. Let the rest of the world go. CNN will catch you, catch you up on that story at least 15 more times in the hour of 4 and 5 o'clock. I promise you. Let it go. Concentrate on you. Now, here are some things I want you to remember when it comes to daily self-care. I said this before, and I want to say it again because I think it's important. To begin your day with motivation and inspiration. Do some quiet time, prayer, look at your vision board, exercise for not only for health but to get some energy, eat a nice breakfast. Always remind yourself of who you are, why you're going after those passions, and what you really want out of life. There should be some things in your mind as you start your day. It's important to take care of ourselves before we start our days because sometimes the moment you get out of the door or, or get on that freeway, there's something that's going to counteract everything you just did. So we have to have that mindset before we, get out, before we go out the door. Now, throughout today's show, I'm going to ask a series of questions. If any questions hit home with you, give me a call at 347-539-5372 and press 1 on your keyboard when you're ready to talk to me. And I'm also monitoring the emails at anikpassionjourney at gmail.com. And, of course, you know, if you're on the phone right now, press 1 when you're ready. All right, let's get started. There are many reasons people feel like giving up, so many reasons. My message to you today is that it's not over. I'm going to be talking in critical terms because my goal is to reach those of you who have had enough and are ready to give up. So if I sound urgent, that's because I'm talking to those of you who are really ready to give up. And so here are some areas that we're going to touch on today. Feeling deflated. I know the feeling of you giving your all into something and not seeing the fruits of your efforts or feeling like you're not good enough to get things done. So we're going to touch on that today. Tired of feeling, tired of trying and failing. Now here's a note. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. A try is never a fail. The the fail is never trying. Naysayers. Let's include the one in the mirror. We all know that we can be our own naysayers. It's time to shut them down. Number four, it's too hard. There may be something you can do about that, so stick with me because I, I, I have some tips. Time. Now, I'm going to start with time because this is something that's a universal problem, right? Um, those of you who are parents, this is one of your biggest issues. Anybody who's really busy, this is a big issue for you. So here's some, some suggestions. Your time to work on your passions should be, as far as your children, should be their time to do one of the following. Their nap time or when they go to bed for the night. Now, I know, I hear you. Some of you are saying, I want to catch up. I want to curl up with some of my favorite shows, read my book, take a nap. But we're talking about a critical time. When you're ready to give up, it's crunch time. Keep the shows in the DVR and read the book another time. For your children, when they are are doing something they love, 
If you have small children, find out an activity they really love, and when it's time for you to do your work, let them know it's time to do the thing that they love. It'll give them, give them time to, uh, give them something to look forward to and give you time, more time to focus. Because when children get that thing that they love to do, you'll have your time. Now, older children are easy. You, you give them some money, let them go do what they love to do, right? They're a little, more, they're a little easier. For those of you who don't have children but still lead busy lives, you have to carve out that time anyway. Get up earlier, go to bed later. Once again, leave those shows in the DVR. Binge watch them when you have some downtime. Right now, it's time to focus. Now, we've all heard this phrase, if you don't believe it, no one else will. If you're like me, you have been in a space of thinking, I don't believe it myself. Here are some ways that I use to turn that kind of thinking around into believing. Number one, I believe God. He showed me visions that will become a reality. I just need to do my part, and I am actually doing that. I'm doing that now, and I do, I do something every day. If you think about it this way, if you want your, if you want your healthy foods to taste better, you add herbs and spices and natural fruits to help out with the taste. So if you want to start believing in yourself again, you need to add the ingredients to help those belief patterns. For example, if you're a writer who has been rejected over and over and over again, so much to the point you have stopped believing, in your, stopped believing that you're actually a writer, then you need to do something. You need to do something about that, that thought pattern, and here's some ideas. An award, look at an award that you, that you won. I don't care if you got this award when you were in elementary school because a lot of times when, you, when you're a writer, you've been a writer for a long time. You've probably written in elementary. You've written in high school. Dig up that award. Look at it and, and, and let, it, let it feed you. Say, you know what, I got an award for this. I do have this ability. Maybe you got a positive critique from somebody. You might have been rejected from publishers or some other writers in your writing group, but if you've ever received positive, re- positive feedback, put that in your, in your in, make sure that you have that somewhere where you can see it so that you can be reminded that you did receive some positive feedback along the way. And remember that you're doing something that you love. Don't allow rejection to keep you from your love of writing. Really, rejections are opinions. Let's just face it. Rejections are opinions. They don't prove that you're not a good writer. Review the helpful criticisms, work your craft, and become the best writer you can be. If you're a writer, you're a writer. If you're an artist, you're an artist. If you're a chef, you're a chef. If you're a teacher, you're a teacher. No one can take that gifting from you. So let me say that again. No one can take your gifting from you. Don't allow people rejections or criticisms to make you think that you are no longer who you know you're, who you know yourself to be. Okay, so I'm going to do an email check, call check. We're doing good. We're doing good. I'm, as again, I'll be posting. I'll be posing some questions throughout the show. So if anything really hits you, give me a call. Today's show is about you. 
So here's something to think about. Are you working on hard on something that isn't meant for you? Maybe you're on the right path, but you're doing some things on that path in order to get to your ultimate destination that are not right. Or maybe you're just not on the right path at all. This past election, some things went really right and some things went really wrong, depending on where you where you think. Now, of course, the vote is still out in many, in many areas because of the recount. But for some of us, that night or that morning when we looked at the results, some things went really right and some things went really wrong. For those things that went really wrong, some of us use that as an excuse to give up. I say think again. We have seen time and time again when people get together and fight for what they believe in, even when it looks like, even when it looks like the end is near. And they often get results. Case in point, we still have health care. Just saying. If you were watching the news that night, it looked grim. But the people fought, and we still have health care. Just saying. The fight is real. To those of you who are getting ready to give up, I'm now going to bring up something that will make this decision a little uncomfortable. It's going to make, well, you're going to be a little uncomfortable right now. I'm just warning you ahead of time. So get ready for this tough question. This is one of those breathe moments. So before I ask, just breathe, okay? All right. Here it is. How much of this decision to give up is just plain self-sabotage? Oh, okay. I see some of you shifted in your seats. Some of you are leaning back. You're crossing your legs. You're clutching them pearls. I know. You're saying, no, she didn't ask me that. Yep, I did. And I went there. I'm going to give you a couple minutes to collect yourselves because I know that is hard. But really think about that. It may be just plain self-sabotage. So what am I talking about? You worked hard on something. You began to realize it wasn't working the way you envisioned it. Now you're convincing yourself it's no longer worth the effort because it's too hard. You're deflated and you're tired of trying. So you see an easy way out. That happens, right? You're working and you're seeing, and all of a sudden you see this easy way out. And that, then you, see, you end up leaving the dream behind. And you spend the rest of your time doing yourself, doing the best you can to shut down the deafening regrets playing loudly in your head. Because the regrets will come. So can I tell you something? The regrets, the sounds of the regrets, they don't get softer. They get louder. Because when you stop trying to do something that you were meant to do, and you stop trying to be who you were meant to be, and you stop trying to fulfill your purpose, and you stop trying to fulfill those passions that are connected to your purpose, those sounds of regret (laughs) will never leave you because you are no longer doing what you were created to do. 
So back to my example. You gave up because it's too hard, and you're doing things that you know will create problems. Ah, you're doing things that you know will create problems, but you do it anyway out of pure, out of pure frustration. I'll make it easy. You're doing well on your diet, and I'm, I'm just going to put myself out there because this is what I do. You're doing well, everything is great, and then you do, and then you, it gets too hard, and you self-sabotage. So many of us can relate to that situation. And we do that with our passions. It's too hard. It takes too much time. It's too much money. It's too much energy. Nobody's listening anyway. Nobody likes it anyway. So why do I have to do it? And then you stop and the regrets begin. And they, and they take over and they don't stop until you get up and you try again. Now I'm going to put another, I'm going to put some more, uh, flu, some more ladder fluid on this fire. Years go by after you have quit and you see some, someone doing the very thing you were working on years ago, but they succeed. Some of you are in that situation right now. And here's the thing. You can see the end. Because this probably is not the first time you did this. You self-sabotaged in other, in other areas before. And you know the end result. Why? Because you've been there and you actually had the experience of seeing somebody succeed in an area that you, that you were working on. That's frustrating, and it probably really upset you. You lose, they win with your work. And, yeah, I want, I want you to look at it that way, not in the way of, of becoming physically mad. You know, I'm thinking, think about that in the way of boosting, your, boosting yourself and inspiring yourself. Because if you've been in that situation where you were working hard on something, you self-sabotaged, and then you saw it work for somebody else, you know what not to do again. You know that is something you'd never, ever want to do again. Now, they may be doing their own thing, but in your mind, think about them doing your work, taking on your sacrifices and your passion, and watching all that fade away, all that hard work that you did, all that fades away while somebody else is enjoying your victory. When you think about this, this has to be one of the most, this has to be one of the most frustrating things you can ever experience. But this is a push. This is one of those situations where you have to push and, and you have to get in your mind. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want somebody else to enjoy my success. I want to enjoy it. Use it as a push towards your own victory. These passions are yours, not theirs. These sacrifices are yours, not theirs. This work is yours, not theirs. 
So when you see somebody doing something similar to you and you know that this, 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 initially, this, this work is yours, you know, and you're looking at it and you're thinking, this work is mine. These ideas are mine. I'm not going to watch somebody else live and realize my dream. I want to do it for myself. So we're going to stop the self-sabotage. Now, if you've been in that situation, I want to hear from you. You know what to do. If you're on the call, press 1 on your keyboard. And I'm also monitoring the emails at anikapassionjourney at gmail.com. Your passions stay with you. I know many of you have heard me say this, but they are a part of you. Habits come along the way, and they become a part of you because you're constantly doing them. But that passion stays with you. Don't lose the passion. Now, I'm going to give you another example. Because I think when I use these examples, what I'm trying to do is get you to really envision what I'm trying to say. Now, you've been making an omelet, and your family and your friends love this omelet, and you've been using the same ingredients that fit within your budget, and you feel comfortable making this omelet in this way. But then you discover a new pan, and there's going to and, and there's three more expensive ingredients that you will that you can use to make this omelet the best omelet ever. But then you think in the back of your mind, what if what if it fails? What if you lose the money? And what if people stop liking your your omelet? But you, but you're you're determined that you want to you want to go to the next level. So you toss all that aside. You start creating those new omelets, and they're a huge success. So then you start thinking, oh, I'm going to start my own business, and you start making these sides to go with these omelets, and you go from your kitchen to a restaurant to a chain to the Food Network. Now you're a Food Network star, and now, oh, and now your, your pan is on Oprah's favorite thing list. Now you may laugh at this, but these stories are happening all the time. Look at, why, look at why it's worth it in the long run and shut down why you feel it's not worth it right now because of the difficulty. How often have we been on the other side of something and said, I wish, oh, my gosh, I wish I had done this sooner. I'm so much better off now. Or, wow, I wish I had done this sooner. Since most of us have had that feeling already and what it looks like and what it feels like, Let's go to that place of envisioning. That's going to be something I'm going to, I'm going to use going forward, that, that place of envisioning. Because as you know on my website, anikmadison.com, I have what is called Envision It. So we're going to go to that place of envisioning and feeling that awesome feeling and envisioning ourselves in that space where we have, we have realized our passions, we have won, we are victorious. We have to get to that envisioning place. A lot of times when we get to the point where we want to give up, we've lost that. We've got to get back to envisioning our, ourselves in that space. If you want to be a speaker, you have to envision yourself speaking to large crowds and inspiring people. 
you, if you want to be a bestseller, you have to envision yourself sitting there with your pen ready to sign autographs because thousands of people have bought your book. You have to think about those things and then put yourself in that space. So on my video on, on social media, I talked about strategies. Now, a lot of times we, when we think strategies, we put, we put these kind of uh, intense thoughts in our heads and we're thinking, oh, I don't want to do anything that's too hard. I don't have time for it. It's too exhausting. Well, that, I'm talking simple strategies because right now when you're at it and your back is against the wall and you're about ready to give up, you don't have time for, for difficult. Right now you need simple. I had a couple of experiences this week that helped me to add to this list. And one of the things is watch yourself from the outside. Let me say that again. Watch yourself from the outside. Find someone doing the same habit you know contributed negatively and affected your past efforts towards realizing your passion in a negative way. Watch in real time and pay attention to the various ways that it's affecting them. This can be a real deterrent for you and cause you to, to pause before you think, you think about taking up those habits again. Because sometimes while we're in the midst of doing those things, we don't, we don't see all the negativity when we're actually in it. But if you step back and you take a different point of view, you'll discover what you'll need to avoid. Let's just say you're a smoker and you finally, you got to the point where you are determined, this is it, I'm not going to pick up another cigarette, and you're going through the whole nicotine thing and you're doing all, all the things that you have to do. But then, oh, that craving hits and you want to give up. Take a step back. Look at another smoker. What's happening to this person? You know, if you're living, especially what this time of year, the cold air is coming in, the snow, they're going out there, they have to go out and get that puff, and it's about 30 30 degrees below zero, but they got to get that puff. You start seeing changes in their skin, their fingers, their teeth. Take a step back and look at what's happening to them and use that as a deterrent and, and a boost for you to continue on, your, on the right path. Next up, how many of us have said, I got this, and you keep saying it because it sounds great, I got this, and you keep saying it until you don't. We start feeling great when things work out, but the moment something goes wrong, it shakes our confidence, and suddenly we feel like we no longer have it. But in reality, This has been my experience. Take it from me. We just need to pay attention to what we did right the first time and the second time when things went wrong. Because if you have have done things, if you have really um, done things long enough, I'll just put it out that way because I'm trying to think about what I want to say, but if if you have pursued things long enough, That's what I want to say. If you have pursued things long enough, you will realize that there are moments where you actually are doing some things right, even when things fall apart. More often than not, we did something right in there. 
So instead of giving up altogether, we just need to work on where we went wrong, get rid of that, and shift our focus back to where we went right. Shift the focus back to where you went right and cancel that, that, cancel that focus on what you did wrong. Because that's a big thing, right? When, you, when, you're, when you're thinking about giving up, what do we do? Oh I, I did, oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Oh, I should have done You know, you start thinking all those things. Shift the focus. Somewhere in there, you did something right. Concentrate on that and work on the things that you did wrong. Number two, play out scenarios. Push play on the situations you have already been through. One of the reasons we give up is that we keep doing things that have terrible results. And when we, and when we do that, what do we do? We say, well, you know, I, you try to convince yourself. Instead of doing this, it, you know, if I just do this, it'll work out. You know how this ends, so stop it. Avoid the frustration and the waste of time. You don't have time anymore. This is critical. You don't have the time. Stop trying to make something work that you know it doesn't work. Am I contradicting myself? Now, some of you, I can hear you. Am I contradicting myself and saying not to try? No. I always say a try is not a fail. The fail is never trying. But there are some things we need to just stop trying because the thing is, is that the goal is to grow. The goal is to go from one step to the next to the next. You can't go anywhere if you keep doing things that's not working. If you're baking a cake for a bakery, your own bakery, and there's certain ingredients that, and there's, there's one certain ingredient that keeps ruining your cake, you're not going to keep adding the ingredient, maybe add a little less, add a little water to it, hoping that that'll work. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to quit using that ingredient. You're not going to just stop making the cake. You're going to just quit using the ingredient. So there's certain things, there's certain steps along the way. You don't, it's not going to work. So toss it. You don't have time. Once you discover you're on the right path, take that note, close the door, toss the key. Don't leave any room to go back. The only thing you need to do with that room is to remember where it is, how to avoid it, and to help others avoid it as well. Pay it forward. That's it. But you ain't got time to go back to that room. Close it. Lock the key. Toss the key. Don't go back. Number three, you're not ready yet. There are times when you're just not ready. There's no need to quit everything because that you think, oh, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. No, no, no. Don't lose the dream. Go back to it when you're ready. But sometimes you're just not ready. Don't do things out of, desperate, out of desperation. I, I can't, oh, I can't emphasize that enough. Don't do things out of desperation, especially life-changing things. Before you take a leap, take some time to ensure that you're ready because sometimes you're just not ready for that jump yet. Now, I think it's awesome 
that people are able to take chances and leap without safety nets, and they win more than they lose. I think that's great. I applaud you. Congratulations. That's awesome. But not everybody's like that. And if you're not, you can fall so hard, it will cause you to never want to try again. And that is not the space you want to be in. Don't become so desperate to realize a passion that you end up doing the things you're not ready for. And also, you may not be ready to realize this particular passion. Maybe you, might be, you need to start working on something else. Be honest with yourself. And understand that a delay is not a no. It's just a delay. So maybe you want to work on something that's a little, that's, it's a little easier. That way you can get that confident boost. We talked about that last week. Get that confident boost and then work on the next thing and the next thing. I talked about last week the, the, the smaller vision boards, you know, because sometimes if you look at a large vision board, it might be too much right now. Create a smaller vision board. Work on that. Then work on the next thing and work your way up towards the big things. Because right now, the goal is for you to not give up. Let's dive a little further into desperation. The awful thing about desperation is what it can cause you to do. It can cause you to go back to familiar things, even though you know those things didn't work. So you go all into the reasons why this time it'll be different. Stop it. It don't work. The second thing, it can cause you to be reckless and try something dangerous or wreck everything you worked so hard to get. Can you imagine yourself, you are uh, going for the Olympics, and you have been running, you've been jumping, you've been, you've been done, you have done everything the coach told you to do, and you are ready to go, and, you're, and now you've got your uniform, and you're ready, and you're going to go to the Olympics. And can you imagine that some, something in your head or somebody comes to you and says, try this. You are so exhausted. You're so tired. And that thing looks so good because it's going to give you the boost that you need because tomorrow you've got to run that race. But you, and you become desperate. You take it and you, and, you, and you don't realize until it's too late that it's something that's going to ruin your chances. And now all that hard work to get to this point and you sitting in the hotel and you've been told you can't race because you doped up. Can you imagine that? All that hard work because you made a decision, a reckless decision out of desperation. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do it. Number three, it wastes your time. Have you ever played a game with a goal of completing something in a certain period of time, and then you're so desperate to, 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 do, to finish that you do something really stupid and you lose the game, only to see the winner of the game do something that you were originally thinking you were supposed to do, that you had it in your mind and you were going to do it, but you stopped, you did something desperate, and then the winner takes the game. The desperation to win cost you the win, and they, and they went on to win the game. 
Don't let desperation cost you the realization of your passions. Now, remember, I'm watching the phones, watching the emails. If something's hitting you, let's talk about it. 347-539-5372. Press 1 when you're ready to talk. And I'm watching the emails at mekpassionjourney at gmail.com. Now let's talk condition. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone that comes with conditions? There's a condition with almost everything when it comes to them and what they want. There is a cost to being in, in this friendship, and sometimes that cost is just too high. These conditions are causing a hindrance on your journey. Example, you have the opportunity to go to a networking conference with people that you have always wanted to meet, and they hold opportunities that could change the trajectory of your life. This is serious. But your friend Sally Sue said that you have to take her to her, see her all-time favorite band. She has been dreaming about seeing this band for years. She's told you about it. And, oh, well, she forgot to tell you that it's on the same day as the event. And you already paid for the event, and you're looking forward to it. But Sally Sue says an event will come along again. But this opportunity for me, this dream, is a once-in-a-lifetime. I don't have a car to get there, and nobody else can take me, and you don't want me to lose out on this dream, do you? Yeah, she knows how important this conference is to you, but this is more important to her. Allow me to tell you something about Sally Sue. Nine times out of ten, she has another way of getting there. She just doesn't want to go out of her way to try. Why? Because it's so easy. You've done, this, you've done things for her before, so she's going to just, she's not going to try. Second, her dreams will always be more important than yours. And number three, you will be in this position more often than not in this relationship. Go to your conference. She'll figure it out. Don't worry about trying to trying to end the relationship because if you do this enough, she'll end it for you because you're not used, you're no longer of use to her anymore. But if she hangs on, end it. You, this will, this is one of those situations, these conditional relationships, these, this can cause not only a hindrance, but this can cause you to stop because You're always trying to please that person. And then eventually it becomes too frustrating to try to do that and stick stick with your own dream and stick with your own journey. You got to cancel that. She's got to go. You deserve to have the life that you want. You deserve to, to go after your dream. It is so important, especially to givers, and to supporters to realize that. You don't have to appeal to Sally Sue. She's going to ruin things for you. You have to go after what you are supposed to go after, your own dreams, your own passions, and fulfilling your own purpose. Period. All right. Oh, we've got a caller. Let's go for the caller. Caller, you're with me? 
Yes, yes, I am. Um, hello. That this in, hello, hello. Thank you for letting me come on. I was thinking about letting people go that are interfering with your passion, your journey. And I said, what, what, what if the people or the persons are your loved ones, your family, spouse, that's a good one. children? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it's that's very hard. Mm-hmm. It's right. hard. We need to just yeah. have a realization because you and I'm, I can hear some of the, the uh, listeners saying, "Yeah, that's good," but this this is my fiance, this is my spouse, this is my best friend. What am I supposed to do now? How do I separate myself from somebody I love? And I mean, my suggestion, I don't know what you're, mm -hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. Now, you, 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 we need your input. I was just going to say, we need to sit down and have a a heart to heart talk with that loved one. Yes. And see if you can get them to understand that they don't understand and if they take it personally, now what are we going to do? Right. Because they're I'm not going to make you go. Up, I'm glad that you brought up fiance. The pre-relationship, the, the 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 relationship that go in before the marriage, before the long term, these uh-huh. and the boyfriend and girlfriend situations. These are very important mm-hmm. conversations to have during those moments before you get into the long term. Because okay. you may have to end up having a heart to heart with yourself. Because the thing oh, is, okay. is that. If they stop you from living your life the way you the way you want to live it, if they're a hindrance to that, you may have to rethink the uh-huh. relationship because you, like I said before, you deserve to have the life that you want. You can't give your life over to somebody else. They have to come into your space, and you're coming into their space. You can't give your life over. So you have to have that conversation. And if you know that say, for instance, you want to be a Broadway actress, but the person that you're go- the, the the but you're about to go into a relationship with somebody that wants a home body, you want somebody uh-huh. to be home all the time and cook your meals, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, you got to have yeah. that heart to heart and say, listen, this may not be what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the second thing is what, going back to what I said last week is that. You, even though you're in the same space, you don't have to have those conversations as far as your passion. Some of those things you keep to yourself because because that negativity can can cloud your can cloud your mind. So maybe you're sharing your life, but maybe you're not sharing your passion. Interesting. That's interesting because when you're trying to ta- if that if you're really in love, it's it's hard. It's going to hurt. It will hurt mm-hmm. you if oh, yeah. that person can't go with you and that makes yeah. and that causes a problem in your personal life and you can say well I can't I'm I'm hurt I'm in love so forget forget mm-hmm. me I'm gonna stay where I am and then in the yeah. long run we're hurt in the end that's so right. we got to learn to that's right you got you've got they got to be strong through the cuts mm-hmm. yeah that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. that's good you just you gave me a good idea there you have to be strong you have to be strong but you have That's to right. you have to you have to love yourself first. That's right. Interesting. That's yeah. absolutely. I right. like that input. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, great show. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that question because that is so that is so true. What if that person is in your house? What if that person? That, that, I love this person. What are you telling me to do? Think long term. That's what I'm trying to tell you to do. Think long term because it may not be worth it at the end because I'm telling you, those dreams, they don't leave you, and the sounds of regret, oh, they're, they're, they're loud. they will be loud. I'm telling you. So thank you, caller. I appreciate that. Next point, surround yourself with people that won't allow you to give up. A good coach sees what you can and can't do, and they push you towards realizing not only what they can see, because they can see it. A good coach can see it. They see you jumping. They see you running. They see you getting that gold medal. And they'll push you towards that point and and what you originally envisioned when you asked them to be your coach. They can see it. Now you need to see it with them so that you can be working together. And, they, and they're not just the ones pushing you, right? That can be the same with people in your life. You need to surround yourself with people that won't allow you to give up because that moment that you want to give up, you're deflated, you feel awful, and those people can build you back up. And they can say, uh-uh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. But I saw you create that painting. Look at this. this is, you can do this. You're going to tell me that you're, not, you're just going to let this painting just sit here? People spend thousands and thousands of dollars for this work, and you're not going to put it in the museum? You're not, going to put, you're not going to go to Art Basel? Are you kidding? You need people to talk to you like that and to say, so that you can say, wait a minute, you're right. That is really good. <laughs> I'm go- yeah, I'm going to Art Basel. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to go ahead and keep painting. I'm going, to, I'm going to sell this stuff. I'm going to do this. Now, last week, a caller reminded me of something about surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And I was reminded of one of my first blog posts at NikkeiMadison.com that had this very same title, Surround Yourself with Like-Minded People. And the, the night that I actually wrote that post, I had just had an incredible meeting with a group of people that included Dr. Billy Jones, host of BJ Speaks. And excuse me, and I just inspired me to actually um, write this post. And on this post, it reads, on your journey, do yourself a favor. Surround yourself with like-minded people. They are people that will push you forward and be excited with you as you advance on your journey. You will be able to help each other and they will be instrumental in helping you soar. Now, I can tell you, if you want inspiration and you want to keep going and do this for yourself, surround yourself with people like this, around the people that will not let you quit and that will uplift you and support what you do. I know from experience that this absolutely works. We are down to the last 12 minutes of the show. And I have an email and, oh, from Brenda. Hello, Brenda. Thank you so much for tuning in. And she says, smaller vision boards sound like something that can help me with trying to lose weight. 
Instead of diets, eliminating foods that triggered my failure one at a time, potato chips and mac and cheese, oh, those things that we all love, and so on. So she likes the idea of the smaller vision boards, and I think that's great because being overwhelmed is another really big reason why we choose to to give up. And we have to realize that being overwhelmed is exhausting. It's just plain exhausting. And you can't move forward when you're that exhausted, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually. When you are wiped out, it is so difficult to move on. So you've got to find ways to to stop being so overwhelmed. And that's why the smaller vision boards are great so that you can put it on your phone, put it on your computer, put it by your bed so that when you wake up in the morning, you look and you, and you, you start seeing those small goals and they're more attainable, right? You know, like Brenda was saying, um, it's a lot more obtainable to not make a whole thing of mac and cheese. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a lot more obtainable to not sit in front of the TV with a whole bag of chips because how easy is that, right? We go through the whole bag because we're sitting there watching TV and we're mindlessly eating, right? It's a lot easier to just not do that than to say, I'm just going to not, I'm not going to, I'm just going to stop eating sugar <laughs> for, for the next month. To, to, I'm going to start four o'clock today, boom, no sugar. That's a crash. Now, unless you're on a fast, and you are praying, you are fasting and praying, that's one thing because you're getting your strength. But if you are not doing that and you just decided at 4 o'clock today, boom, I'm not going to eat sugar, that's a crash, and you're setting yourself up for failure because you're not getting any strength from anywhere. You just That's just a decision that you made. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. Small steps. Then... I love Stephen Anderson. He always says, 1% better. Small steps, small wins. Honor those small steps and those small wins. Today, I did not eat potato chips. Fantastic. Today, I drank water. I hate water, but I drank it, and I drank 16 ounces. I didn't even drink eight ounces. I went for 16. Fantastic. Now, for the rest of this week, keep drinking 16 ounces. And then in a couple of weeks, 32 ounces. And, th- and now you stop eating potato chips in the next couple of weeks. And the next couple of weeks after that, you started to exercise in the morning. 10 minutes. Fantastic. Now you're, not, now you're, you're drinking water, you're not eating potato chips, and you're exercising. And by the next month, you're drinking water, you're not eating potato chips, you're exercising, and now you're eating vegetables. Small steps. Small steps. And eventually, you'll get to the goal of weight loss and, and great health. If you're a chef, you start with your, 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 one, your, one, um, your one meal. You start developing it. Next thing you know, you have a menu, you do your restaurant, you go on the Food Network, you, you know, it just keeps building. It builds off of those small things. 
pacing yourself makes such a difference. So what am I trying to tell you? Trying to tell you that really, sincerely, sincerely, it's not over. It's not over until God says it's over. And when God says it's over, then that means you are officially, you've you've gone to sleep and you've passed. That's when it's over. But until then, I don't care if you are 85, 95, I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where you're going. I don't care. I don't care what your financial situation is. I don't care what your physical situation is. It's not over. And you, can't, and you have to get that out of your head. And you have to start thinking about the things that you can do. Shift your focus. Yes, you don't have a lot of money. Yes, you're, you're extremely overwhelmed because you've got these bills, you've got the kids, you've got this. Yes. Okay, okay, yes. But in this, for 30 minutes, I can write, and if I keep doing this 30 minutes every day, I'm going to get this book done. 30 minutes, I can concentrate on this recipe and concentrate on these various recipes and build my menu. I can keep doing this every day until it gets done. Think about the things that you can do. Cancel what you can't. Then once you shift your focus, you will realize that, you know what? It really isn't over. I'm going to close today's show because we're down to six minutes with two questions. What is your why? In other words, why did you take this journey in the first place? The second question is a two-part. Who are you and what do you want? Last week I emphasized how important it is that we never lose who we are and we never forget what we initially wanted. It's okay if things change a little because we're growing. You don't necessarily want the thing that you, that you wanted at 18 when you're 32, and that's fine. But who you are always stays. You may start it out at 18, you wanted to be an actress, but now you want to be a director. That's a, that's a change, but you're still in the same arena because you still want to because the being in the area of of, uh, of entertainment is still something that you want to do, and you want to use your work to inspire others. Same thing. But who you are initially doesn't change because you're still in that in that headspace of I want my work to inspire other people. Never forget your return on your investment. When it comes to business and your journey towards realizing your passion, if there's no return, there should be no investment. If there's no return, there should be no investment. This is not ministry. This is not charity. This is your business. This is your dream. Okay? Return on investment. Bottom line for today's show. Journey is not over. The dream is not over. Your passions stay with you. They are a part of you. If you're trying to run away from them, stop. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Shut down the ultimate naysayer, the person in the mirror, and get back to the business of working your passions. Don't forget to share your thoughts and questions with me 
by sending an email even after today's show. I'll be checking that out. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Journey into Passion with me and S on Everyday Folks Radio. Now that we realize what we need to change, talked about that last week, I hope that we have inspired anybody who thinks that they need to give up on their passions to just continue, consider making adjustments instead. Keep going. It's not over. I'm going to be back on December the 8th with a, a, sh- a brand new show talking about taking a few of today's top news stories and showing how they can affect our journeys towards realizing our passions. It's critical that we don't miss what's happening around us because it can affect what we do. I'm also working on some ideas for next year, so keep up with my social media. And I can tell you that on December the 15th, Anita Washington from That Anita Live is going to be my guest. Her podcast airs Sunday mornings on YouTube at thatanitalive.com slash YouTube. And her book is on Amazon, Family is Not Everything. Now, I'm sure you're wondering what that is, so tune in to find out. We're going to dive into her show and her book. Also, caregivers, stay tuned for the launch of my first ebook. This is going to be a great resource for you during your medical, medical appointments and hospital visits that you take the care receiver to. Remember to catch up with Everyday Folks Radio programming right here on Everyday Folks Radio, including Dr. Billy Jones, BJ Speaks, and the ladies of Keeping Up With K-Pop. And for upcoming Journey Into Passion shows, inspiration and encouragement, check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Journey Into Passion with an EKS. Check out some new blogs this week. I'm going to be working on them. We're going to be continuing this It's Not Over thing because it's so important. And listen, we got to support each other. We got to have each other's backs. And we got to make sure that when we are supporting each other, we are also reminding each other that it's not over. We have to do that for ourselves. We have to do that for other people. A lot of times when you, when you take yourself out of the equation and you start looking at other people and you start inspiring other people, that inspires you. When I come on this show, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by my own words. I'm inspired by the callers. I'm inspired by the emailers. I'm inspired from my own journey. So I can tell you from experience that, that it, can do, it can happen for you too when you do that for other people. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I wish you great success on your journey into your passions. Go after it. Go forward. It's not over. Please understand it stays with you, folks. It ain't going nowhere. Keep going. Keep moving forward. You got this. I believe in you, and you need to believe in you too. Take very good care of yourselves. Critical time, y'all. It's not over. It's not over. Do you understand what I'm telling you? It's not over. Have a great rest of your weekend. Do some good things for yourself. Do some good things for yourself. Inspire yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. God bless you. God keep you. I appreciate you for tuning in. I appreciate you for staying with me. I'll talk to you again on December 8th. And you know we'll always be chatting on my social media. Take care, God bless, and I wish you great success.